Hey everyone, Brian Kennedy here. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is inspired from a listener's question who wrote in asking what the best food sources of potassium are. Potassium is an essential mineral for our bodies. It's a really good question because it's highly, highly important to get enough potassium for proper cellular function. You know, about uh, almost every single one of our cells has this sodium and potassium gradient, this ratio. And in order to have proper uh, fluid transfer in and out of the cells, those, t- those two key electrolytes, those two key minerals really need to be in balance with each other. And potassium is the third most abundant mineral in the body. And it works to balance sodium. So when you hear people that are saying, you know, high salt is the cause of high blood pressure and, you know, you got to limit your salt intake. I'm a big fan of limiting sodium chloride table salt because that's really not good for you because it's stripped of all the healthy constituents like all the trace minerals and trace elements. But unrefined mineral rich sea salt is essential for our health. And I really don't think sodium is the culprit. I think lack of potassium is the bigger issue at hand because they work in a balance. And it's very important to get enough potassium to regulate blood pressure. And potassium is also critical for lots of other organs, you know, our, our hearts, our kidneys, our brain. And, you know, most of most Americans don't get enough through their diet. You know, research has shown only 3% of Americans get enough potassium to meet their recommended daily intake. And these are really due to poor nutritional choices, uh, because if you're intaking enough enough potassium rich foods, you're going to be fine. And this is going to be essential for good health. So today's episode, I'm going to go through my top five food sources of potassium. And while there are many other foods that contain potassium, these five are going to be the best options from my perspective. So the first up on this list is not bananas. I know many people have this notion that bananas are like this phenomenal food source of potassium. And I don't want to bash on bananas. I don't have anything inherently against them. It's just the bananas we get in the United States are so hybridized and processed and chemically ripened and shipped thousands of miles. So I'm not a big banana eater myself. So Just wanted to get that out of the way. The number one food as the best food source of potassium would be the glorious avocado. I'm a huge avocado fan. I eat pretty much one avocado every day with uh, rare exceptions if I run out of my supply. And avocados are loaded with healthy monounsaturated fats. They got good fiber. They got all sorts of beneficial nutrients, but they're also one of the very best sources of potassium in our diets. And one cup of avocado has about 1,100 to 1,200 milligrams of potassium, which is about a third of your daily uh, need, which is huge, you know, because a cup of avocado is not all that much. I I down a lot more than that, I'll tell you that much. And so that's just one of the many reasons why avocados are one of my all-time favorite foods. Uh, The next on the list, number two, would be wild-caught salmon. Salmon is not usually thought of when it comes to potassium. You know, many people understand wild salmon is a great source of healthy omega-3 fats like EPA and DHA, high quality protein, assortment of micronutrients like astaxanthin. It's not typically viewed for the potassium, but actually contains a great source of potassium in just half a filet of of wild-caught salmon. should be about 150 grams, which would be in the neighborhood of about uh, five ounces of of salmon. You're going to get just shy of 1,000 milligrams of potassium which is going to be about 30% of your daily value. So really solid, really solid amount of potassium and only five ounces of salmon. Um, so I believe salmon should be a staple 
in your diet if you consume animal foods and you know if you enjoy it but i tend to eat wild salmon once or twice every week it's also low in mercury so it's not uh as big of a concern from from the heavy metals when it comes to fish and seafood intake uh so those are the top two number three would be swiss chard swiss chard being a leafy green vegetable these vibrant colorful stems i always grow it in my garden because it grows like a weed you guys uh you don't have to do a lot of work to grow a lot of chard uh, and one cup of this stuff contains a whopping 960 milligrams of potassium, as well as a lot of other phytonutrients. And so I'm a pretty big fan of chard. I don't do a ton of it simply because it does contain some oxalates, oxalic acid being a plant chemical defense system it can be a little bit hard on the gut for some people. Uh, so usually I'll cook it down. Keep in mind when you're cooking food, it can diminish some of the anti-nutrients but it's not going to really diminish the minerals because the minerals are very stable molecules. So you're still going to get the potassium, even if you steam your chard or saute your chard. Uh, so that's going to be a better option than eating it raw from my perspective. Uh, number four on this list would be acorn squash. Acorn squash is uh, loaded with potassium. One cup of this stuff has about 900 milligrams. And it also packs some other nutrients like carotenoids and other antioxidants. I don't eat a lot of acorn squash. I guess I just haven't really thought about it. Um, the main squash I eat is zucchini and yellow crook, crook, crook neck squash, but acorn squash, pretty good source of potassium. And last but not least, number five on this list are sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes are great. One large sweet potato has about 850 milligrams of potassium, which is about a, uh, a quarter, about 25% of your daily value. And, and just to be clear, regular potatoes are also packed with potassium and other minerals as well as sweet potatoes. And potatoes do have higher starch, but they do seem to be pretty good when it comes to uh, a clean starch. Most people can tolerate potatoes great, don't tend to cause any GI upset. And so I believe them to be a very clean burning carbohydrate. Uh, I intake a fair amount of potatoes and sweet potatoes, uh, especially on the days I do a lot of activity. So when I'm crushing a hard workout, getting down and dirty in the gym, I like to reload on carbohydrates. Whereas if I'm in the office, I'm seeing patients, I'm more sedentary during the day, I may skip the potatoes because I don't need all that extra carbohydrate. That's for another day though. Uh, those are the five foods listed above. We got avocados, wild salmon. We got some Swiss chard, acorn squash, and uh, potatoes slash sweet potatoes. And again, there's lots of other foods that are good in potassium. Uh, apricots tend to be pretty solid. Uh, pomegranate, uh, yogurts and clams are also good. Like there's a lot of other foods that have potassium. In fact, most foods are going to have some amount of potassium. But what I rattled off today is really the, uh, you know, the key foods that are going to have the most. And so in closing, I just want to rattle off a few things to keep in mind. If you are low in potassium, uh, a couple of ways you could be aware of this without, you know, if you analyze your diet, you work with a nutritional, a nutrition professional uh, like myself, I'll look at people's nutrition and what they're currently eating. And I'll be able to identify what nutrients they're low in, how we need to either get those through other foods or supplement with high quality vitamin and mineral supplementation. But a lack of potassium can lead to a lot of things that people wouldn't associate with potassium, things like constipation and weight gain, fatigue and low energy heart palpitations or irregular heartbeats, uh, as well as a lot of, uh, you know, kind of blood pressure issues. The two things people do associate with potassium accurately. So would be blood pressure issues and muscle cramping. 
you know, when you get like a Charlie horse in your leg or your, your calf, your foot, oftentimes that's from a mineral imbalance. And I would say 80% of the time, give or take, it's from low magnesium. But a lot of people associate with potassium and a lot of times potassium could be a contributing factor and more potassium could be very helpful. And this is especially important for any individuals who do a lot of exercise, you're sweating regularly, you want to make sure to be replenishing these essential minerals like potassium uh, on a daily basis by getting your potassium rich foods. Uh, you could obviously do an electrolyte powder supplement that has some potassium, but I'm a big fan of potassium rich foods. And one other food source potassium I get a lot of that I'm a fan of is uh, lemons and limes. I'll use some fresh lemon or fresh lime in my herbal teas. And that's another good food source of potassium. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Share along to anyone you know who could benefit from more potassium in their lives. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you found it helpful, please share it along to anyone else you believe it can serve. You can submit your own question to be answered on the show by going to ryankennedyhealth.com forward slash podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review for the show. Your feedback helps to support me on my mission to positively impact as many people as possible with this information. Please note the information depicted in this episode is purely for informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional before making any changes to your lifestyle or routine.